And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me as always. And I'm very excited this week to be diving into some interesting topics with my friend Kevin Semenyuk. He is a modern day shaman, healer, energy clearer. You really do walk through realms, poet, writer, like super talented. But I really want to pick your brain on the... I guess maybe the human experience right now on our planet and if that ties into some healing stuff, we'll get there. But to start us off, first of all, welcome. Hi. Nice to have you. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, of course. So my question for you to kind of open this conversation, which I know is going to be fantastic, is um, how do you see the state of the world right now in terms of our growth and ascension like to give you a little bit more context some people can look at the world and only see what's happening on the surface and there's wars there's you know lots lots of things but then there's always the ascension and the growth that's happening as well under the surface what what do you perceive like where do you feel the world is at from your lens cut pretty quick i know I, I right think, might as well let's dive right I in think, i think uh i think we talked about it um similarly briefly a couple podcasts ago when the floods and that were occurring in bc yeah i think it's the same i think it's the same thing i think it's all i think it's kind of all one and the same and i think that there's opportunity in all of it for uh for the overall, I, 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 I really believe that, um, it's a, uh, it's a weird thing to try to make sense of because I think often people get lost in, um, tragedy and war and darkness and things of, uh, that depth and, uh, and, and, and remove a presence of God or question the presence of God or creator or spirit or light or any of those things. When I become aware of those things or you hear of those things or uh, your experiences and the stories rooted in, in such things as war and all of the, and, and that I always, I feel that those are offerings. I genuinely feel like those are offerings and almost like such depth of contrast to what we're, how we are supposed to be living. Um, and we just continue to, I don't even know if miss the mark is, is really the right thing to say, but we just continue to lead each other astray. I, I, I think that, that they're all opportunities to experience the opposite. I think the contrast is so depth, so deep and so heavy 
and so dark that they're they're truly opportunities to be experiencing the opposite mm -hmm. you know but difference is difference and separation which are not new to the human experience and all rooted in fear i, I think that they're i think that they're they're openings they're opportunities for togetherness and for community and I don't know. Somehow we just keep missing it. Mm -hmm. Somehow we just keep missing the mark. The singular, um, I think maybe, I don't know if it's difference, but I think that that currently seems within my reach of information or access to people. It seems as though the singular journey has become so unavoidable now where I don't think that it's been this way if not for a long time ever, if if not ever, where the singular journey is so unavoidable. For like each individual person? Yes. Yeah, like yes. we're all like going through something. Everybody, it is inescapable. Yeah. Um, we're all being faced with ourselves and conditioning and programming. And that's that's not like government talk or not in that way. I mean, things that we have avoided what people refer to as shadow self and all and all of that kind of um, work and depth that is coming up, the singular journey is is near unavoidable at this point. You can't hide from yourself anymore. It would seem, and if that isn't the the quickest route to the intention of our species as being human beings, then it'd be interesting and and exciting to see what the next phase is. Because if you can't get yourself right, you haven't been able to get community right. You know, you haven't been able to get community right. Now you can't get yourself right. What's the next phase? What's the next phase? Because there's an intention for our species. There's an intention for, for mankind. There's an intention for us. To me, I maybe being naive i don't i don't, or ignorant i'm not sure but to me i would think that the intention would be far closer to what happens when floods occur you know when community comes together on the drop of a dime and 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 pulls all resources together to support the neighbor right mm -hmm. but i think until we understand that the neighbor isn't just the person next door or down the street the neighbor is also the person on the other side of the world it all kind of has to mesh together. So I can't hide from myself and I can't hide from him or her, which you turn on any TV and at this point, the palm of your hand, your phone as well, shares the same information. You can't hide from anything anymore, right? And mm -hmm. so if your inner world is crumbling for whatever reason, but in purpose, and the world around you is crumbling, I think at some point, like I said, unless the next phase is is um, closer to, okay, they're just not going to get it. They're not going to get it. They're moving too quick. They're moving too far, too fast, away from heart, away from soul, away from spirit, away from self. We need to, we, we got to start over. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that relative to what you asked me? No, it is. It <laughs> is. Yeah. No, it is. Because my question to you then is, um, from my perspective in what I get from spirit is that there are a lot of people who are waking up and are anchoring, mm -hmm. but 
that's not taking away from what you're saying, though. That's not why I'm bringing it up, because I agree with everything you're saying. But there is this uprising of a lot of people that are going through their their crap, their mm-hmm. inner world, and cleaning up their inner world and creating these anchor points to help bring in this newness so that we don't miss it. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And I think, yeah, and I think that's such a neat thing because we can look at the world as only negative. And I'm not saying that's what you're saying either, but I'm saying the general consensus of like some people just see the world as doom and gloom. Right? I think I should have probably expanded to say that there's magic in that. There's magic yeah. in in the current inability to avoid yourself. There's magic. Mm-hmm. There's opportunity in that. That mm-hmm. that 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 was that's a better point to make. I should have. No, no, I I get that. I get that in that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a a beautiful thing. So my question to you is. With that being said, what is your encouragement for people when they feel they're being bogged down by the inner world crumbling and the outer world crumbling? Like, where is your message of hope or encouragement in that? I think it's important to take a break from the self. I think it's important to take a break from the self and all the noise and all of the, because that the ego has no problem with creating work. Like it has no problem with creating work as much as it loves to feel like it's perfect. Then it will also draw you into, this is a never ending cycle. It's not going to stop. There's endless amounts of work to do here. And so, I mean, a connection with spirit, the awareness of ego, and then the ability and to also take a break from all of that and step outside of yourself and to go into community or spend time with being an anchor for someone else supporting someone else so even learning from someone else listening to somebody else engaging mm-hmm. but community is of course there's offerings and there have always been offerings in community there's and by community i just mean the world stage war tragedy trauma these things the, the, there has always been offerings in those things to come together mm-hmm. those things continue to take place so now the highlight has become on the self the singular and that's where The work is being forced upon us. It's just being forced upon us because one by one by one by one by one will turn into community, will turn into world state. Mm -hmm. And that's where the intention lies, right? But if we're not going to get it in community, then creator is going to put it on us. Now you can't hide from any of that because all of that is a reflection of you. That's your inner world, that war, that trauma, that tragedy. Whether you're acknowledging it or not, your awareness of it speaks into the fact that it's in you. Mm-hmm. So now you can't hide from it. So all the war and all the darkness and all of the disturbance that you're seeing outward is going to be materializing within you. Now I will provide you with opportunity to heal that within. Then the world stage, world community all changes, it alters. Mm-hmm. But it's important to take a break from the self, just like it's important to take a break from world news or mm-hmm. any of those things. It's important to take a break to play. Right to swim, so to go important. to go spend time in nature, to go on hikes, to go hug a tree, to go lay in the grass, to go roll in the grass, to go play. Mm-hmm. It's all that important for balance. I agree. I agree with that so much because even just recently, my guides encouraged me to put out a quick little video uh, last week about our growth and not needing to be perfect, right? And our awakening or ascension or whatever word you want to use, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's not going to be perfect either. And if we really release that, 
we can come back into those ebbs and flows of it, of being overwhelmed by, you know, say that the things that we see on the world stage that we don't want to see and that break our hearts. And then also balancing into the times where we put, say, growth or expansion or spiritual practice on the side for a minute and just go play. Just mm-hmm. go run in the, the forest or play in the mud with your kids or, you know, play a board game with friends and just laugh like and be silly right like it, mm-hmm. it's it's all of those parts that are involved in the growth and ascension rather than just a linear straight line mm-hmm. of like one way or the other way and i think too that there's so much strife right now on the planet with people desiring and maybe you can maybe you have some insights on this but people desiring to be right yeah. against a wrong like yeah. a black or white and i know that my guides have taught me over, over and over and over. It's always about shades of gray. It's not black or white. And growing up, I used to be more black and white. And I've learned through experiences that it's all different shades, depending on whose perspective it is. And this conflict of right and wrong is just... I think the value that a person gives to their own opinion has gone up like mm. immensely, wildly, mm-hmm. wildly, as though it's fact. As though it's yeah. fact, as though it's a truth that everybody should feel. And that's, I think, in all, in all, maybe in all, in, in all facets, as far as opinions go, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that people, I think it's just, I think it's just opinions and the access to information has changed so, so dramatically mm-hmm. and it's so rapid and so fast and the ability to just speak outwardly has changed. Everybody has an opportunity to say what they think um, without consequence or repercussion or accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when news was actual news. I mean, as far as maybe that's not a fair assessment. Maybe news has never really been news. Maybe it's always been what, what quote unquote, they have wanted you to hear. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what news has always been. Maybe news has always been controlled. But I do know that there was a time I, re- I recognized that there was a time when accountability was a lot different. You you mm-hmm. couldn't just say things without it being, without some sort of accountability, some sort of proof, possible sort of consequence. Validation. Yes, some even pos- a possible consequence to what you're saying. I think a lot of it changed with, not to be silly, but like the gossip magazines and a lot of those things that just turned uh, the ability to create nonsense. Um, as though it's fact to be accepted mm-hmm. and the internet and social media then took that and ran with it to such a degree that anything can be said no matter how outlandish it is people love to object to everything to anything and the ability to do so is worldwide i i was talking to my mom not long ago about this and i said i can't like if you think about the um, evolution of man, right? And if you just break it down kind of simply to learning how to communicate and you think of pictures on cave, like the cave walls and, you know, the progression of the ability to communicate with one another, slowly um, print comes in, you know, radio, television, these things, access to information and the ability to communicate expand expands expanded expands and i think of this current window that we're in of time and i wonder to myself and i said this to my mom not long ago 
can you imagine like 100 or 200 years from now, 300, 400, whatever the timeline is that if we're still currently functioning as a species on Earth, that, and hopefully not within the same weird parameters of ignorance that we're in now, that hopefully we become more enlightened and awakened and all these things. And they look at this pocket of time and they say, hang on a second, wait, what? You had the ability to communicate with somebody in the palm of your hand on these platforms, social media, whatever you want to call it. In the palm of your hand, you could talk to, <clears throat> excuse me, you're in Canada. You could talk to somebody in Tokyo. Maybe you don't know them, but you could, and you, your choice in, in <clears throat> route to communicate with them was calling them a cheese ball or you loser or that was the opportunity that you took, that you capitalized on communicating with anybody anywhere in the world at any given time. And it was to be, for the most part, negative. How insane is that going to look that that's what we did with this opportunity? Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's not, it's not, it's not that there isn't good that comes of it. But I mean, there's also the truth that people, children commit suicide from from how horrible the treatment can be. I think it's a, I think you have to try to find a balance if you're functioning within those spaces to understand that for the most part, I think that everybody, we're not that different. You know, I think a lot of my suffering at one point or, or, or another, you have felt or you will feel. Mm-hmm. Love is the same. Mm-hmm. If it's not just a longing for love, it's still love, right? And so I think that the understanding of how similar we are and how how really close we are in comparison as just human beings, everybody is going through something. Everybody is going through something. And so it's if you don't have the emotional intelligence or the self-awareness, it's an easy thing to get online or to to be crappy in traffic or to be crappy in the 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 supermarket or wherever you are, I think it's just an it's an it's a really easy route to take, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that mirror, that self reflection that's being imposed, whether somebody is recognizing it or not, I believe that it's being imposed upon everybody, in one way or another, in mass amounts or singularly. Like you cannot escape it at this current time. I think just a little bit of understanding in that sense of. Even if you, even if if a person could change the language from somebody being shitty to the hurting, mm-hmm. the hurt, the hurting, yeah, you know, and I think that it's important that if you have not you, Jeanette, but me, you, whoever, anybody, if you have the awareness of these things, the awareness has been placed within us to not follow suit. The awareness has been placed within us to to utilize that awareness, to not make it about somebody being shitty, but rather to create the space for compassion, understanding, similar to what I was talking to you about earlier. Mm-hmm. Essentially, unconditional love, right? Which is something that we so often confuse with compatibility. It's not compatibility. Unconditional love is in spite of compatibility. There's no nothing in unconditional love. In fact, within the space of unconditional love, you are are untouchable. You are unshakable. You are unwavering. There's you. 
you cannot be you can't be bothered in that space of unconditional love because it doesn't matter what you do, how you treat me, how you speak, how you walk, any of that does not matter. I love you. I love all of you. All of you. Why? Because it's in me. God instilled that in me. Creator instilled that in me. Life instilled that in me. Treat me how you want. It's not going to change anything. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Not within me. Not within me. Right? And so I think that having that awareness is very deliberate. And it also, too, provides opportunity, intentional opportunity to occupy, occupy your space a little bit differently. Because there are people, Jeanette, that don't have that awareness, right? They don't have that awareness. <laughs> the time will come in this life or the next where it will be imposed upon them. They won't be able to hide, hide from it. Yeah. Because it's not a comfortable thing, you know, to be, to be wildly aware of everything. It's not always comfortable. No. It's, it, it, I sometimes think, geez, I just wish I was just ignorant as all hell like I I could I could just move through this world like just money grubbing and you know like <laughs> yeah but that isn't the that wasn't the purpose for my this section of time or this this course of my life path it wasn't the intention the intention was no you're gonna have to be painfully aware of everything and feel and, it. yeah and feel it and try to sort it out within you and Around, uh, with the world around you there is a power in that um and it what you're saying reminds me of this series of quotes i saw a little while back that's really just stuck with me and one of them was it said the next time somebody is getting angry at you or somebody's yelling at you or whatever that may be instead of reacting in the same energy just stop and ask them if they're okay now it's like yeah isn't that the thing like that that's a lesson in the in in the path to enlightenment and awakening is the difference between reacting and, and responding mm -hmm. because a reaction is a programmed a conditioned maneuver a, rea a reaction is this is in me i don't like how it feels it's conditioned it's programmed within you a response there's a, a split second, a two second, three second, there's a, a moment that you have to take to bring yourself into the presence, present moment to maneuver or respond accordingly. So there's seconds, milliseconds, split mm -hmm. seconds, become shorter and shorter over time, more practiced. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the difference between reacting and responding and reacting is rooted in conditioning and programming and responding is, is, um, it's the path to enlightenment that will change you. Yeah. But it's so, hard. Well, it, yeah, it's definitely, especially when you're triggered with those really old school trigger, triggers yes. for you, whatever they might be. Yes. Those deeply rooted ones to catch. Like things those. that you like thought you were so far away from. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then they it, come back and you're like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. I thought I was done with this 15 years ago. Yeah. And then you realize, like, oh, wait, I haven't lived that same experience since I left it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's true. So, then kind of stepping to the next topic I wanted to talk to you, which this kind of bridges into it. With that same awareness of, you know, conscious choice, I call it, of like what, how we want to react, how we want to respond. How do you think that ties into like healing in this day now? Because we have a lot of access to 
different modalities of healing, whether that be energy healing, uh, you know, naturopathic healing, movement healing, all those things, Mm -hmm. traditional healing. Mm -hmm. Um, Where do you think the accountability is now in the realm of healing for people? Like if we are, if we are crumbling our inner worlds and sometimes that shows itself through our body, sometimes through the mental sphere uh, and there's crumbling that happens. What is the responsibility now in us? Is it that we know too much now to be able to just kind of pawn it off or ignore it or shake it off or like, where's the accountability in it? What are your thoughts? Like for the healer or for the? For the healy. Healy. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's it's just kind of uh, goes back to what we where we just ended is that like if you, if you if it's not being dealt with it it's it's not going away mm-hmm. and the awareness of it is proof enough that there's work to do right because you could have had the you could have had this um, what turns out to be a trigger that you uh, you um, functioned with for. 10 years before you realized it was something that was an issue, right? It's kind of like um, having a conversation with, you know, so say, say I come to you every day, five days a week with the same problem, exact same scenario, maybe a couple of different words to paint the picture for it. And every day you send, you share with me the same route to success or healing or whatever it is. And I just continue to come to you every day, five days a week with the same Thing and you're telling me the same thing and, and you start trying to tell me different ways to get to the same thing mm-hmm. and then a month goes by and then I come to you one day and I'm like oh my god I was at the coffee shop yesterday and out of nowhere this guy sat down with me and for some reason I just started spilling everything to him and then he told me this and this and this I feel so much better and you're like I've been telling you that for the last month mm-hmm. like the exact same thing so I think sometimes it just it just takes a certain culmination of things or it just takes a certain way that the dots are connected where the light goes off. And once the light goes off, there's no, you can't hide from it. You mm-hmm. just can't hide from it. And the universe so will the, keep bringing it over and over always. and louder just, and no, louder there's no, and louder. Yes. Yeah, so I know you can that practice, too. you can practice. Uh, once you're aware of it, you can practice ignorance all you want. You you can oftentimes be fearful. I don't mean to to pair ignorance with fearful, um, because fear can be a really real thing in change, especially when it comes to facing ourselves in the depths of pain and suffering and sorrow and trauma. It can be very, mm. it's a big undertaking. And it can be a very, very big undertaking. But I think that, there's no way around it. <laughs> like I, I've said this before. I think I've said it on your podcast before. I've said this to someone. Like if God gives you 80 years, I say God, creator, whatever, source, um, <clears throat> gives you 80 years of life and say there's a heaven. Just say there's a heaven. You show up after 80 years of life with a bunch of bags in your hand. God's standing there saying, what are you doing? I gave you 60 years to get rid of this. 60 years. I'm sorry. You can't come in here with this. This is uh, no baggage. There's no carry on here. Yeah, You can't come in. You got to go back. You got to sort it out. Right? 
And you look at people, the longer you spend on earth, you see people and patterns. I see them in myself. I see them in people in my life. And you see certain patterns or places where people are stuck. And and oftentimes people don't know that they're stuck there. Mm -hmm. But once that light bulb goes off or that awareness, someone, I think, you know, a person could be stuck, Jeanette, I, I, I would say, on greed for a dozen lifetimes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's such a low vibration lesson. And it's so powerful. It's mm-hmm. so powerful. Once you start getting into compassion and more of like, and that's not a reflection of me speaking about myself or you or anybody, just in terms of the scale of life and lessons and the return, it gets not, I don't know. I'm not, I don't really know how to say it. Like certainly it's certainly beautiful. It's a really beautiful experience uh, to understand the interconnectedness of all of life and understand being such a wild thing to say, like, because you don't understand it at all, but you feel it. Right, mm-hmm. you feel it. I, I I know people who have been in that space of greed. That's a tough space to be, mm-hmm. real tough, real real tough. But it's not like anything else. It's completely workable, completely workable. But again, coming back to the sense of self awareness, and and. Even if you just, even something like God, creator, if you pray, if you um, speak to source or however your communication with the universe sounds like or is or whatever, please help me to see where I need to work. Help me to see what I need to let go of. Please continue to open the doors you wish for me to walk through and close those which which no longer serve a purpose. They will show up. I promise Mm -hmm. you they will show up. And if you're not seeing them, then ask to see them. Please help me see them and let it be clear. Gently Mm -hmm. and with ease. Just let it be clear. Let me see. If it's not necessary that I see, then let them close without me knowing. It's all, it will all work. It's all going to take place. But you have to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So coming back to your question, because I just spoke for 15 minutes. um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which I tend to do. Um, I think that the accountability lies on, on the awareness and when it comes, you know, don't feel, don't feel any kind of way about not knowing, don't feel any kind of way about being unsure, don't feel any kind of way about, I don't know if I'm supposed to do something, the time will come when you can't hide from it, trust in that. Mm -hmm. And then when it does start to work, just, just get to work. Yeah. You know, and there are conversations you can have with the water, with the trees, with the universe, with the stars, with the moon that will get you to the places you need to go. Trust in them. I love that you bring up conversations because that's what I was thinking with what you're saying is like having those communications with water, trees, your spirit guides, universe, like you said, whoever you connect to. And speaking your truths of what you're noticing, asking what are you missing, like having those clear communications like you would with a friend is 
the simplicity and how we can connect with our spirit guides, God, source, creator, whatever, like it simply is a conversation. And that conversation though, can be such a turning point for people Mm -hmm. when they're willing to open up. Like sometimes I will say, well, here's an example. Actually, this was a really uh, lovely one. Just the other day, um, the night before, I think I was having a bath and I was in the bath and I was just talking to my guides. I said, Hey, I, I just want to connect with you all. Can we meet for a sec? I, I don't have any questions for you in this meeting. I don't need you to do any work. I just would love to gather. And they gathered. And I said, I just want to thank all of you for helping me and for helping me even when I feel like you're not and I get angry and I get annoyed. Um, I'm like, but you're still helping me in whichever way you're doing. I was like, just thank you for your presence. Like, I just, I just want to say thank you. Mm. Right? Like I just felt it and I had that communication. And the next day I am in my bedroom and I'm moving um, these things on my dresser, which is right by the window. And all of a sudden on the window is a ladybug. And this yeah. is winter when we're recording it. Yeah. And I have a screen on my window. There aren't a lot of ladybugs. I haven't seen any ladybugs. Here. Mm, it's February. Yeah. yeah. And there's this beautiful speckled ladybug. And the ladybug for me is a sign from spirit when they're near. And it was right on the window there. And so I, in that moment, I was like, out loud, I said, thank you so much for this. Mm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. and that was a beautiful one. But the thing is, is the communication is there. Yes. If you're willing to participate. Yes. The universe will love to respond in either opening doors, clarity in situations, little ladybugs. You and that's need. why I think it's so equally important to listen mm-hmm. as it is to speak. And so if you're, if you're, I ask all the time, I always pray, I always ask for sign. Okay, then just add this. Please let it be clear. Let it be known. Help me unshakably acknowledge your presence. Help me to feel your presence. If I'm missing something, if I'm not hearing, if I'm not, help me to feel your presence. Share with me something that, you know, you can speak that way too. Mm-hmm. And it's not a matter of, and they'll show up, but because they're not, never, they're never not there. It's never not there. It's ne- it is never not there. Mm-hmm. That ladybug was there whether you saw it or not. It was there. It was mm-hmm. there for you waiting, but it was there whether you saw it or not. Yeah. And it's always like that. It's always there whether you see it or not. Mm-hmm. That's why I say lots of times in in um, from ceremony from working with somebody and. I send them a long report for the work done. And um, and there's always, I, just the other day, I, there was something like that that came up. And the message was like, ask for reassurance. Ask for reassurance. And and then also sharing ways. There, like, they, there was ways shared. Like music, for this person, music was specific. Water was specific. Spend time by water, with water, in water. It was specific, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Listen to music. Numbers. Pay attention to numbers. If you feel drawn to a number, it doesn't... It, numbers are not always 111, 1111, 1010, 2... No, no. Sometimes they're 747. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're 738. If it yeah. jumps out if you at you, if it speaks to you, if it's there in the right moment, it's there for purpose. Yeah. Google it. Google it. Angel number 747. It's something will come up. There'll be a breakdown. 
None of it is by coincidence. None of it's mm -hmm. by mistake. It's all very deliberate. And the cool thing about it is, is when you're having those conversations, those ladybugs are there more and more and more and more and more. And it just becomes like, you know, because you experience it all the time, a part yeah. of your life, a part of your life. And then there becomes a time like you experience and you have experienced for a long time, Jeanette, where it's, it's, yeah, this is numbers and that are not that crazy anymore. Like it's not, it's an actual way that I have realized that is part of the way that spirit communicates with me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's just trusting. It's just trusting in it. There's a lot of excitement to be had. There's a lot of trust that needs to be had. And that's a, that's a, a big thing. And, a, and, a, and to echo part of what we've talked about, like that's a, a, a belonging, I think is an equally very big part of the current experience right now, which is a driving force to the willingness to be a light or be a part of the light or access to light or interest in the light or the movement, you know, the awareness and the awakening that is happening is, is sparking this sense of desire to belong, right? Mm -hmm. And then again, that's all ripples, ripples, ripples that all brings us back out to the world community, the world stage. Like, it's weird that I started off sounding dark or if I sounded dark at the beginning of the conversation because it wasn't my okay nope. my intention because it even though it's heavy and it's traumatic and horrible and all of those words um war and the experiences and for us mostly just images that we're experiencing um and stories and then trying to find which is odd um a line of truth um between two sides that are not two sides mm -hmm. one side it's it's one side right it's just it's it's not two sides and so then to try to find or be led to believe that you're supposed to try to find what which side you feel more aligned with or and there's no separation <laughs> It's mm -hmm. one thing fighting against the other. The same thing. It's the same thing. It's fear fighting fear. That's all that it is. It's fear fighting fear. Anywhere in the world where those things are happening, it's just fear fighting fear. It's not fear fighting love. It's not. Love is on the outside being like, uh, can I tap in? Mm -hmm. Can I tap in? So I think maybe that's a big part of the current experience for all of us is just stirring this kind of chaotic sense of awareness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's all very deliberate. The access to information, the, 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 the very misguided route to choosing, you know, separation sounds really loud and it's, there's, there's nothing separate, which is the wild part. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no us and them or, them and them or them and they it's just us it's us right and like i said until your neighbor and the person down the block and the person in the grocery store is equally as important as the person on the other side of the world there's work to be done yeah there's work to be done there was a time when things like 
<clears throat> were happening in parts of the world where nobody knew about. Right? Yeah, that's what I was just pondering too. I was like, you know, it's so interesting because, yeah, back in the day when we didn't have this communication, you could be living in one area that was very harmonious and peaceful. And therefore, that's your perception of what's happening on this planet. But there's another area where it is war and strife. But it doesn't it doesn't take away from your experience because you're not in the know. And so it's interesting that we have to balance that in different ways with different things now because of that communication tool. Yeah. Yeah. And to try to create some sort of, I mean, we're, I think we're speaking probably more from like a, I don't know how to say it, like um, not euphoric, but like, like a, a position where like, I think like maybe I'm speaking more from a position of like sounding like I think everyone's on the same page. Mm -hmm. like everybody's thinking the same and everybody's being dealt the same hand of cards like we all have the same sense of awareness stirred inside us no there's still people who are not mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. they're not worse off for it it's not a fault or a fail it's just their journey it's just their path there's people that you can sit down with and have conversations like this and then there's people that you can't and mm -hmm. just it's not for them they don't get it it is what it is and they're entitled to that they're entitled to that Absolutely. It's even, I don't mean to sound like an idiot saying they're entitled to that because who am I to say it's, I'm not anybody to say, right. It's not right or wrong. It just is. But the thing is about awareness is once it, once you are stricken with it, come down with it or mm -hmm. infected with it, whatever it is, it's hard to hide. And the greater your expansion of awareness, the harder it, it gets. Because then you recognize the, the conditioning and the ego and the effort um, from the noise to try to trick you into playing into the role of difference and separation. And there, it's, it's non-existent. This is non-existent, right? But there's a lot of people that don't see it that way. Lots of people. They're not bad for it. They're not wrong for it. It's just not their time to get it. They just mm -hmm. haven't gotten it yet, right? It's like me coming to you, like I said, with that problem, five days a week yeah. for 30 days. You're trying to tell me you know the route, you know the path. I'm not listening. And then I go into sit in some coffee shop and some old guy tells me exactly what I needed to hear, which is what you've been saying all along. But everything else had to align for me to get it. Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing is that even the ones that don't currently get it are going to get it. <laughs> They're going to get it. There's no way around it. This yeah. lifetime or the next or 10 down the line, they're going to get it. And it's going to be equally beautiful and hard and trying and difficult for them. Right? I think that's beautiful. And I agree. All right. Well. Yeah, I took up all the time. That? No, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's the point. That's the point. Um, thank you for sharing your insights. I always like, I love it when you kind of just roll with what's coming through because it's very reflective and it's it's well thought out and it's like you kind of become this bridge between the higher realms and this reality through your words so I'm really grateful that you were able to take the time and share th some of that on the show today thank you for having me I always like talking to you I always am inspired to speak when we talk so all right. Well, for everyone listening, thank you so much for joining. And as well, if you want to connect with Kevin, you can connect with him 
for his healing work, the clearing work, as well as his writing and offerings, either at avalonspirit.com or kevinseminuk.ca. And no, you got it right. Don't I got it right this time. Somewhere. <laughs> no, I actually remembered it last time. I think I made one up. It's just, yeah. Um, anyways. Yes, please do. All right. Thank you again. And thank, thank you, you all for listening. And we will see you all next week. Bye.